as we have been, sometimes we'll call it peeling the onion over a story and extend a care and the information that we have been able to deliver to you. And we still don't know a lot about the story in the sense that we have two individuals that are under investigation at a personal care home on Ness Avenue. Uh, we don't know how long the abuse occurred. We don't know exactly the range of abuse, although uh, two sources have told me that it ranges all the way from verbal to sexual. We do know that as part of this story, there were two whistleblowers, the one coming forward in February and ultimately another one coming to make this more public to the Winnipeg Regional Health Authority in June, only a couple of weeks ago. So you have two whistleblowers and it got us thinking, well, we know the term whistleblower, but what exactly is a whistleblower? And for coming forward and blowing the whistle, if you will, are those employees protected by law? With us on 680 CJOB is one of the best in the business when it comes to legislation and knowing the topic. Tom Devine is Legal Director, Government Accountability Project, joining us here on 680 CJOB. Mr. Devine, I know you're not the expert on Canada. You've got a worldwide perspective on this from uh, where you're joining us in the United States on this. But I do know in talking with various sources in Canada that many of the provincial systems are based on a national piece of legislation that is outdated. And generally, a lot of people in asking the question have been telling me there aren't a whole lot of protections in place for people that step forward and blow the whistle on somebody. Would you agree? Oh, yes, there's there's no protections that are genuine legal rights uh, available in Canada. There's um, a lot of false advertising on paper, um, but um, anyone who tries to rely on them is, um, you know, um, they're chasing the pot of gold over the rainbow. And why? We talk about honoring those that come forward and blowing the whistle, but we really don't protect them. Can you give us insights as to why? Well, sure. Uh, the whistleblowers are people who use free speech rights to challenge abuses of power that betray the public trust. Um, and that means that um, they're, they're a threat to those who have the power and are abusing it. And organizations and, and people, we're all animals. It's almost like an animal instinct. Um, if uh, we're threatened, we want to destroy the threat. And whistleblowers, it's not a matter of right or wrong. <laughs> it's basic instinct. And um, it's very, very, um, very uh, life's crossroads decision to challenge an abuse of power. Uh, but the people who do it, they change the course of history. Absolutely. And then in this case, uh, they have been referred to as heroes. What, what kind of methods do these people in power who are abusing their power take uh, to, I guess, for lack of a better term, stamp out the whistleblower? Well, the forms of harassment are limited only by the imagination. And I never cease to be impressed by the creative ingenuity of bullies. <laughs> uh, so it, it could be almost anything. Um, on the job, uh, it ranges from, um, well, almost always, putting them under investigation, opening a witch hunt, find some dirt on the whistleblower in order to distract from their dissent. Um, then it, it involves isolating them um, from uh, access to evidence of the misconduct, um, 
um, threatening them and gagging them um, and uh, publicly humiliating them, um, um, stripping them of their duties, uh, ordering them to take psychiatric examinations, uh, um, uh, reassigning them to um, you know someplace with an offer they can't accept, oh, and by the way, firing them. Uh, but it doesn't stop there. Um, uh, there's uh, slap suits um, by um, uh, those who are threatened um, by the whistleblowing disclosures. There's even criminal prosecutions uh, of people for uh, stealing the evidence to prove um, that the public is being sold out. Now, we know that the legislation in Canada is outdated. Is there a blueprint out there somewhere else around the globe? Is there a country that's getting this right and offering the right protections? I don't think anybody gets a perfect 100% score, but there's some very good models there. Um, uh, for example, Serbia uh, and Ukraine have extremely um, high-quality whistleblower protection laws. Um, and the European Union in December 2019 passed um, uh, an EU whistleblower directive, which is um, um, far uh, stronger than the U.S. rights and, you know, um, frankly, a whole other reality from Canada. Here at home and in Melba, I often rely on Paul Thomas, who's a professor at the University of Manitoba in political studies. And he writes, in 2007, Manitoba became the first province to adopt standalone legal protection for whistleblowers when the Public Interest Disclosure Act was passed. 2014, former NDP government commissioned a review of the act, announced a series of amendments, failed to pass the legislation before losing in 2016. And in opposition, the progressive conservatives under Brian Pallister had called for a strengthening of the act, but there's been no indication when amendments to the law might be introduced. So it has really lagged in Manitoba and throughout the country. Um, Mr. Devine, for those that are listening to this and either are in the public sector or the private sector and they see something that is egregious, that is wrong, what's your advice to them? Well, if they um, live in a country like Canada, um, my advice would be um, to out Machiavelli the Machiavellis, <laughs> um, which means uh, don't rely on the formal legal channels. Um, they're liable to be uh, traps or dead ends, um, but neither is a desirable outcome. It, it would be like winning the lottery to actually um, be satisfied by the results of working through Canada's system. Um, uh, so to us, the magic word for whistleblowers to get away with uh, committing the truth, as we nickname it, the way they're treated, uh, is solidarity. Um, it means getting the truth into the right hands, um, uh, into the hands of um, all the stakeholders in society um, uh, whose rights are um, being sold out, who are being sold down the river by something, an abusive power that can only be sustained if it's secret. Uh, and that means you may have to be very careful how you get the evidence to them. Um, um, uh, uh, having a lawyer um, to negotiate uh, and make sure that um, any audiences you speak with are going to protect your confidentiality and your anonymity can be extremely important because you can't defend yourself in Canada. Um, uh, and uh, then you, you educate and make it so that uh, instead of a corrupt bureaucracy surrounding a lonely whistleblower, uh, it's society surrounding that corrupt bureaucracy. And then it becomes counterproductive to retaliate. Um, and at that point, the whistleblower can have a chance of being a public spokesperson. 
Um, I'll give you a good example of um, so that Netflix documentary called Meltdown that was just uh, released a few um, few months ago. And it described how a couple of courageous whistleblowers um, used, um, you know, basically put the nuclear industry on trial and most likely prevented uh, a meltdown, which could have taken out the East Coast of the United States. Um, uh, there's nothing more powerful than the truth in a free society. And I think that principle applies even if the free speech laws aren't worth the paper they're written on. Mr. Devine, appreciate you joining us. Appreciate everything that you and your colleagues at the Government Accountability Project do. Well, thanks for having me on.